The Holy Gospel according to John, the eighth chapter. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Very truly, I tell you, everyone who commits a sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has a place there forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So let me start out by asking you a question. How many of you have heard the words social media? All right. How many of you have a social media account? All right. A good number, right? I have uh, three. I have a Facebook page that I spend very little time on. I have a LinkedIn page that I spend even less time on. And I have a Twitter account that I don't know if I've actually ever been on. (laughs) Did you know that social media actually dates back to the late 1960s, early 1970s? I didn't know that. But the whole message platform began way back then. And throughout the 1980s and the 1990s, it continued to grow. And then in 2004, Facebook came online and absolutely blew up social media as we know it now today. It is very significant. And at its inception, Social media's intent was to be able to create communication and connectedness for individuals in an ever-growing world. And social media can be an extremely positive tool. It can be a wonderful tool for all sorts of organizations, nonprofits, corporations, political parties, governments, schools and even churches. We have three social media accounts with St. Philip the Deacon, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's on the back of your bulletin. And it can be incredibly powerful, a wonderful way to communicate with individuals and a greater community. But over the years, we have also discovered that the use of social media can go down incredibly dark paths and it can lead to hatred. We've discovered new words that are now in our vocabulary that were not there years ago. Cyberbullying, online harassment, and trolling. And for me, Trolling was only done with a boat. (laughs) 
But now, it has taken on an incredibly negative connotation. Have you ever noticed that more often than not, it appears on social media that we have a different reality that is presented? Have you ever noticed that rarely do we see pictures or posts of people in their most vulnerable of times, in their greatest life challenges? Rarely do we see pictures or posts of people who are struggling deep within. I think about those of you who are students. It's easy to see pictures of classmates, right? And perhaps that classmate who has this big, bright smile from ear to ear. And we think, oh my word, they have it all together. They have the best life. I wish I had that. But little do we know that their life is falling apart inside. Little do we know that they struggle day in and day out with darkness with anxiety or depression or whatever else may ail them, we see a different reality. Or maybe we see a picture of the perfect couple on an exotic beach in some far-off location and we think, oh, I want that life. But we don't know, we don't realize that their relationship is broken and falling apart. The world around us as a way of telling us what we should look like, who we should be, what we should do, and what we should say. And in some way, we feel the need, the need to pretend to be someone other than ourselves. We have the need to justify who we are. We have the need to somehow prove that we are of worth and that in some ways our lives are as good, if not better, than our 500 friends on Facebook. And so it is easy for us then to present a different reality. Though there wasn't social media 501 years ago, Martin Luther posted a powerful message that is as true today as it was then. Perhaps it's even more true today in many ways. And that is because of Christ. We do not have to justify ourselves. We do not have to prove anything. We don't have to pretend. Because the good news is that God knows you. God loves you. And God sees right through those falsehoods. God sees right through that false representation and understands what it is that we are dealing with in our lives and reaches out and grabs a hold of you even with all of those imperfections and says, I love you. 
And those moments of bondage, those moments when we feel captive to loneliness, sadness, hurt, grief, addiction or despair, broken relationships or illness, God is not in some far-off place, but rather God enters into those feelings with you and me and is present in the here and now. God is not absent when we are waiting for word from the doctor as to whether it's benign or malignant. God is not absent when we find ourselves struggling to get out of bed day after day because we feel as if though the life inside of us is being drained. The good news is that God is always there and always will be. As a light in the darkness and as we heard in Psalm 46, a refuge and a strength. That is the freedom that Christ is speaking about today. That is the freedom behind the Reformation. We don't need to do anything. We don't need to say anything. We don't need to be anything because we are already something. We are children of God. Claimed by God in the waters of baptism, marked with the Holy Spirit forever. And nothing, nothing can separate us from God's love. And that is what defines us. That is what defines you and me. Not what we post on social media or anything else for that matter. In the end, it's not about who you are, but rather whose you are. And you are God's beloved. You are God's chosen. For God knows you and loves you. And nothing you do can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And because of that freedom, we have responsibilities. We have responsibilities to live in a way to love and serve one another. To truly understand and know that our words matter. They make a difference. The things we say and the things we do make a difference in the lives of those around us and in our lives as well. And so you have been set free. You have been set free to love and serve one another in this world. And in doing so, that others may hear and witness that same love and freedom that has been given to you for all the days to come. Let it be so. Amen.